Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Rodon throws a no-hitter. The Brewers and the Cubs got beef and Trevor tried out for Tampa. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for tuning in today. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Trevor, coming to us from, are you still in Florida? I am still in Florida, James. And producer Bug Bug Dude, the P Festival producing <clears throat> in the corner. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's on Wikipedia. Jake and BBD both have nicknames on Wikipedia now. Jake is Jake, no pecker, <laughs> Storielli. And BBD is David P. Festival Mendelssohn. So that happened while you were gone, Trev. How are you doing out there in Tampa? I'm doing great. I'm uh, enjoying my time here. I'm happy to be back on the show. I'm sorry I missed last episode. Everyone was tweeting at me, not Facebooking me. We don't we don't mess with that right now. But <laughs> that's a little inside joke. <laughs> Things are good. Things are good right now. Uh, I'm excited to talk some baseball. I do enjoy talking baseball. Jake, how are you? Early in the evening, just around supper time. Ah, copyright. Snagged. Episode's <laughs> oh, no. done. Oh, no. I'm good. I'm good. I've got two things I need to clear up. Three things. Two things. The first thing is that it's actually three. Yes. And the second is? Trevor. The picture of you and your beautiful family with Raymond. I need to explain this to you because you think I'm going to say something weird or gross or something. I'm not there. It's your new Twitter picture. Trev, you know when people go to an art museum and they say something just speaks to them? Like they feel that, like the emotion in the painting or whatever it tells them. Raymond in that picture is how I feel just in life. It's your you... Your beautiful family. And there's Raymond with a big old smile on but looks like a goddamn alien. So um, Jake thinks that if you were to take this picture with him, it wouldn't look it's much the same different. Picture. It's the same picture. So when he has this as his profile picture yeah. on Twitter, it's because he's Raymond, the Ray's mascot. I am Raymond. Yeah. That's how I feel. I could see. I could. I could see. I, I get the comparison. I thought you were going to go a completely different way with that. I'm glad you went that way. Yeah. You actually texted me something really nice last night. Yeah. You want me to share that with you? <laughs> you can. I was really CrossFit last night. Yeah, you were. It was about <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, and Jake said, um, "I'm really jealous of your happiness." <laughs> I thought that was a huge compliment. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I am happy. Thank you for yeah. pointing that out. You shouldn't be jealous of it. Maybe. Yeah. I think I'm in know. the pursuit of it. Oh. I'm in the pursuit yeah, of that's it. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, you're pursuing yeah. it. I'm a little bit older. Yeah. BBD, are you happy? Oh man. <laughs> okay. Well, loaded right. question. Happiest I can be. Okay. We'll take that. Uh, the second thing I'd like to clear up really quick is. Uh, last episode, a lot of the comments were, Jake, how high are you? Jake, you look yeah. like you're on the moon. And everyone is very right. Cause the you weren't high. The I was not high. Yeah. Everyone was so right to comment that. Because, yeah, you know, it was midweek. We're in a little malaise. We built up to get going. The problem was I had hurt my neck again. 
So I was doing this, like, oh, no. drifty, like... You were stiff. I mean, at one point, I was talking to Jake. I don't know what show that was on. And he, it was like I was talking to a mannequin because you were eye-fucking the camera. Well, no, Tim, I was it's talking. the opposite of what you're saying right now. I was moving all over. I had, like, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I was, like, I was just floating and drifting throughout the camera shot. So was not high, a little bit of neck pain, a little midweek. Uh, we were so, very loopy in the office, like, before we started the show. Yeah. And I was wondering... If when we started, like, all right, let's tone down the silliness because no one's going to understand it. And I did the intro, and then Jake just went right to the state of being that we were at beforehand. So I rewatched it last night because I was like, everyone's saying Jake's high. I need to see what this is all about. And then I watched the intro, and I was like, oh, yeah. That's how we were acting in the office. Because we take these um, Polaroids. We take Polaroid pictures for Sam, for Patreon. Uh, speaking of this episode, wow. our most newest Patreons, we got Freddie Luna, Daniel Goris, Goris, Speedy Gonzalez. Wow, finally nabbed him. Justiniano, just, is this one word? I feel like this is a joke. Justiniano, Matt Hoke, and Taryn Rasmussen. Um, so we do, like, these photo shoots with Sam, and basically... Because uh, every patron gets a one-of-one one Polaroid photo of us that we sign, and they get an, it's authenticated. <laughs> it's, it's authenticated. It's pretty yeah, funny. One of one. Um, and we always get in a pretty silly mood when we do that because we're just like models. Yeah. And then we brought the show. So good, good clarifications to open up, Jake. Thank you. So wait, you were not high. I was not high. I was not high. Sober as a bug. The only show we do high is John Moore and Jake Radio. Ad. And watching. Ad. Those, those are the only two. I'm not going to say what shows I do or do not do high. <laughs> How about that? I respect that. Respect that. Really respect that. Did you? Did they welcome you? Did you see any uh, players down in Tampa? Did you? Uh, did like Kevin Cash yeah. invite you into his office and play? Yeah. Make you play cards with him? You, can you still so, pick it, Ploof? <laughs> that's the thing about COVID. It sucks. Mm. You know, typically I'd be able to go down in the clubhouse and do all that fun stuff. But we got to go to the game. I said hi to everybody. I went down to the Rangers bullpen. Unbeknownst to me, my friend Drew Butera, friend of the pod, mm. was on the taxi squad there. So he was in the bullpen. I went down, said hi. I gave him a hug. Whoa. I gave him a hug. Protocol. Saw him. I saw T. Hunch. I saw um, Gibby. And then as I was leaving, because I'm a professional and a veteran, I walked down to the raised dugout. I literally did this. I walked down right next to the raised dugout. John Jaso. Yeah, you did John Jaso. You're John Jaso. Yeah, but <laughs> dude, that picture. Holy <laughs> shit. And I think I've I think I may or may not have gotten high with John Jaso before, just FYI. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of well, like I, uh you get high when you talk to him guy. <laughs> kind of. It's not a lot of options. <laughs> yeah. I won't say who else was there, but I walked down to the dugout and I said, Kevin and cash like looked at me like he wanted to fight me. You know, sometimes Obviously. guys come down to the dugout and he's like, has to deal with these bums. I was one of those bums. I said hi to him. I motor our hitting coach came up and said hi to me. So, uh, all in all a good trip. It was fun to see baseball again. I swear. I swear. I understand why people like get mad at players. The game looks so fucking easy sitting in the stands. I was up there like, dude, I could rake. Yeah, didn't you text us that? Yeah. Tweeted that. I tweeted that. I, I, really, I, I felt like I saw the ball really well in the stands. So. You were seeing the ball great. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Did they do a tribute video or anything like that? 
No, they asked me what where I was sitting and what my walk up song was gonna be. So I think they were like may have had something planned, but I was never in my seat. Like my kids wanted to go walk around. Yeah. We went to see the rays in the tank, which there are no rays in the tank right now. Oh. I don't understand that. Like, oh, they died. COVID. <laughs> Home run ball landed in the is. tank. Too much uh, sticky substance on it. Killed yeah. the killed oh, the rays. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, uh-huh. well, I had. I'll tell my kids that after we're done recording. <laughs> Hey, kids, remember there was no stingrays? They died. They're all dead. They just all died. No problems. Let's get into the baseball. Jake is taking care of the NL recap today. I'm excited to hear about it. Jake, let us in. What happened? Baseball! Boys, let's start out. P-Festival is leaving. Pittsburgh, BBD's got a P. The Pirates, they split two with the Fathers. How about it? Yarr! <laughs> Darvish he left, he left. pitched well in game one. Scared Ploof away in BBD already. Uh, Joey Musgrove, first start after the no-no. They limit his pitch count. Smart. Four innings pitch, one earned run. It gets outpitched by and Mr. Anderson. 5.1, one earned run. Padres take the fourth game uh, to split the series. Hey, how about those fighting Pirates? Braves, uh-oh, Atlanta Twitter. I see you guys getting hot. The Marlins take three out of four. They take the first three, two of them in ten innings. Max Freed with another bad appearance. He goes to the IL. He's our friend. We wish him luck and to get better. Ronald Acuna Jr., everyone's hot in the streets on this guy. Rightfully so, but the Braves got to start winning some games. Brewers, Cubs get beefy, huh? Willie Contreras getting in the mix. Woodruff. What he keeps saying? That's fucked up. 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 <laughs> Brewers take two out of three from the Cubbies. Our crew off to a hot start. Peralta, we heard about him. We told you about him. He's pitching well. Check that out. Oh, and Daddy told you about Corbin Burns, too. Uh, took the final game against Arietta 7 nothing. Cardinals, Nats, Nats take two out of three. Ross is also a really good star for them. Zimmerman, Mr. Nat, gets his first home run of the season. Yachty for the Cardinals catches his 2,000 game. Good job, Yadier, my man. The Giants, Trevor's favorite coaching staff, and they are off to a hot start in San Francisco. They take two out of three from the Reds. Uh, the Reds took game one. He was just being Miley as Wade went five shutout. Winker and Votto home runs. Uh, Castillo gets knocked around in the second game. Cueto pitches really well again, but he leaves with a little tight lat in the back. Sonny Gray expected to come off the IL and make his season debut this weekend for the Reds. Mets sweep the Phillies. How about this? We were kind of surprised by this one. Uh, I think there was there a double header in there. We had a game postponed. VR had a walk-off single. Taiwan Walker. Uh, 8Ks, one earned run in 4.1 innings. Stroh show with another good start. And Peterson, too. You pitch, you win, kids. And the Dodgers sweep the Rockies. And that's obvious. Bauer with a good start. Uh, and the Rockies are a bad team. And Dodgers are a great team. Wow. How about that? A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. The first thing I want to look at is my dumb prop bet of the day yesterday. Will... Will the Rockies at any point have a lead in the game? I think they did. Did they? Because Urias gave up five runs. They did. They they scored in the first. Oh, did I win then? What did the public have, Trav? Might have won, which brings me up to 500 again. Yes, I won. 
Hell yeah. Okay. Hell Quote yeah, you with Jim. that. Idiots. Hell yeah, Jim. While, yeah, thank you. While you uh, did this, I wrote down some things that I thought I thought were interesting. Bean string film. Because I've done this, and I think while you're going through it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I forget. Sure. Number one, limiting Musgrove's pitches. That was something I touched on last episode, and that I hope they would do because uh, he really pitched more pitches than he ever had before in a single game. Happy to see that the Padres did that, handled it properly. He went four innings pitched. How many pitches did he throw? Uh, I think, was it in the 80s or the 70s? I, th- I think 85, Jake, and I checked on Wake and Jake yesterday. Mm, it's not yeah. that limiting, then. It is. I mean, he's a big boy and built up. We've just been brainwashed by the Yankees and all their hurt pitchers. A lot I of pitchers so. can throw 100 pitches, yeah, just true. not for the New York Yankees. Um, the NL standings, I said yeah. that they may never change last episode, yeah. and the Padres are now in third place, and the Giants jumped them and are in second place, so they yeah. changed as quickly as they possibly could change. So That's baseball. That's baseball. Good job by me. Yep. And the Brewers' injuries suck. Yelly on the IL. Um, Kane's fight. Is it Kane is the other yeah. guy who finds it off? That sucks for them. But their pitching's amazing. Yeah, I think we'll hear about Hura later. He's he's hurting just on the field. Uh, yeah, man, the, the crew's off to a good start. Seven and five. They're tied top of the NL Central with Los Reds. Those Reds had that hot start. They're starting to come back to earth a little bit. Dodgers are just a goddamn wagon. Uh, Padres, bummer they split two with the Pirates. I think they had something else on their mind. Big weekend set with the Doyers, so that'll be fun. Uh, And how about the Mets? I mean, they missed that opening weekend, so we kind of, I don't know, put them in the back of their heads, and then they had some rain stuff going on. Five and three technically has them on top of the NL East. Uh, So early, so early. But good job the Mets in... uh, Walker and Strohshell, man, both those guys have looked good early. Yeah, I think the National League, if you look at the standings, they're kind of exactly where we thought they would be. The Dodgers are running away with it. Central and East divisions are just an absolute mess. And a couple surprise teams at the top. I don't think, I mean, some people predicted the Mets to be good. I did not. The Braves are not looking great. And then the Reds have kind of, uh, they've, they've, they've tamed their, uh, what's the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for? Sound like you're gonna tamed. say taint. It's not all. It's not taint either. Okay. They've simmered down a little bit from a from a hot start, but they're at top of the division with the Brew Crew. I love I love when divisions are a mess. I can't mm. wait to see uh, you know in two months what we're looking at here. I think it's gonna be more of the same. The Nationals got their stars back. Um, yeah. Bell, the guys, Bell, Schwarber. Who else was it? Um, we're out, right? They got to make last series, uh, really. But, you know, Schwarber's now played four games. Bell's played three games because they were out with uh, the COVID stuff. So the, the Nats are in the bottom of their division. And uh, I wonder how, what's the zeitgeist of uh, Washington Nationals baseball fans? I'm, I'm curious to go dive into some of those communities and stuff. Yeah, I know uh, Strasburg. I saw Strasburg. Uh, I think Petriello tweeted out, but he... Uh, I think his fastball velos doing doing the bad stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they got to be so frustrated. They, uh, you know, the start last year, and then to have basically the same thing happen again this year. Uh, oh my god! But also, they they played the Braves and Dodgers out of the gate. You know, arguably the two best teams in the National League. Maybe not an argument. Padres, where are you? Um, I didn't realize Corbin's two starts. Yeah, Corbin got knocked around too. He's given so. up 15 earned runs in two starts. Not good. Our D backs got him 
D-backs got them. Uh, so, yeah, hey, they lost their games to the Dodgers. I think a lot of teams are going to do that. They, uh, Yeah, they got to start winning soon, but they got a big series with the Mets coming up this weekend. Who, or no, excuse me, misread it. They're playing the D-backs. So win a couple of those games? I don't know. Yeah, it just sucks that Juan Soto's not living up to his potential. Only three seventy eight batting average, four sixty five on base. Come on, Juan. Um, with a one dot OPS. People are watching these games. And a one eighty one OPS plus. So you'd like to see those numbers climb up a little bit, but it's, it's a, a solid little. start for him. Yeah. On the opposite end of that, our friend Max Reed has been very poor during his first two starts. Then he pulls the hammy running to second base. Now that is two. Mm. Harvard Westlake guys, they cannot run the bases. Jack mm. Flaherty's famous, famously cannot run the bases. And now Max Fried pulled the hammy after hitting a double, I believe. I texted him. I said, Are you okay? What's going on? He was are you, are you of the opinion that pitchers are athletes, Trev? Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, these guys are. These guys are real athletes. I've seen them do athletic things. I'm talking about Fried, Gilito, and Flaherty. Uh, but man, you know, I think when you just get in the game and you get that that pitcher only mentality, like sometimes that athleticism leaves you. And we've just seen it time and time again. Did you guys see the Johnny Cueto swing? Someone put it on Twitter. I was, was like, I was gonna talk about that. I almost made it my award at the end of the show, but then I saw he got hurt. It cracked me up. And hey, he ended up with a hurt back. So I don't know if it's tied to that at all. I think it was before that, but. I mean, just like the saddest swing you've ever seen, and then it cracked me up. He did the just hammered his back leg like, okay, I just got to stay in a little longer, make sure I get my hands through. It's like, Johnny, I don't think I don't think that back leg was the problem, Big Daddy. But. Yeah, it's. I, I remember, and this is kind of going away here, but who cares? This is what we're this is what we do on talking baseball. I watched Homer Bailey when he was in high A. He was about to be called up to Double A. We were in the Florida State League together. This guy was in the cage before a game by himself hitting because he knew in double A, that's when you start to hit for yourself. DH is no longer. Like if you played two National League teams, the pitchers started to hit. So this guy was like putting in work, putting in work. Pitchers don't do that shit anymore. And that's why all this stuff happens. And then, you know, all these purists that want the pitchers to hit and the strategy and all that bullshit. You just show them the Cueto swing, you know. Like they don't, they don't work on it. So why do you want them? There's no strategy there. I don't understand it at all. Last year, I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, pitchers get better. Like it'd be like argue, it'd be like arguing, it'd be like arguing to go black back to black and white TVs or like typewriters. Like if you mm. would argue for that, that's the same thing you're doing with pitchers hitting. You love a good typewriter. Hey, is Jazz Chisholm good? Like, I do. Really good? Uh, he's electric. He's he electric. keeps saying he wants to be a Hall of Famer. Well, who doesn't? Well, well the- I know that, but like normally you don't say that unless you're pretty good. So like I'm kind of Can we make a it. Hall of Fame? We are. No, for John Boy Media. Oh, sure. We're going to have two Hall of Fames I'm in. in. I'm in. Well, I don't know if you're in yet, Trev. Ooh. I think I'm on the, my way. I had Clearly, two. I had. I, I had see. two people in my head that I thought would be on the ballot already, and it was Lou Ellen and Bubak. Oh, okay. I see where. Oh, you're wow. Going with this, this. Is, yeah. Okay. The fan you hall of fame. Well, we can get in there. I just think they're more deserving than us as mm-hmm. of now. You got a label. I think it's the fan hall of fame. I'd like to be able to get in. Marty there. gatekeeping. Are you a Look fan? A huge fan. All right. You got a chance. 
Okay. We'll see, we'll you guys see when tell me if Jazz Chisholm is good or not. He's off. He's off to a I pretty mean, good it's, start. It's pretty impossible to tell. He hasn't even gone twice to the league. But as of right now, um, his first ten games, it's really, really good. His OBP is great. His slugging's really good. Um, when well, yeah, he, looking, he yeah, when he hits the ball, he hits it hard. Fairly legit prospect. I mean, the Marlins traded Zach Gallen for him, who Zach Gallen's been really good. And Cheater, this was his guy to go get, so they believe in him. He hasn't been he intention- in himself. He hasn't been intentionally walked yet, so Ooh. that's you know, no one's respected him. I have him at a seven seventy nine Arizona mm. rookie league, six eighty three A ball, mm. eight forty two high A, seven sixty one double A. I want to like Chaz or J- Jazz. I don't like Chaz. <laughs> Chaz is a good nickname for him, by the way. Chaz Ch- Chaz Jism. Chaz Jism. <laughs> I'm sure he's gotten that before. He's gotten that yeah. before. It's actually Jake's porn star name. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but I, I just solo I mean, only. Yeah. He's I guess trying. you got to put it out there. <laughs> you got to put it out there if you want to. <laughs> it's so nice having that noise in the bag whenever I need it. Yeah. Good luck, Chaz. Anyway. <laughs> you guys want to go to the AL? Do we miss anything? No. Jake got it. Jake hammered it. Cubs, Brewers, it. beef. Everyone saw that a little bit. Oh, the Cubs and Brewers beef. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, don't care either way about any of it, but enjoy it. What did you think about him saying, that's not cool, bro, or like, nah, it's fucked up. And he looked like a giant baby. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Like, I, loved I liked it, it but like. His feelings were hurt. Yeah, like he can't stand there in the post game and say like it didn't hurt my feelings. I just, I just don't like it. Like no, dude. Like the ump consoled you. Wait, did he say it didn't hurt my feelings? No, but if he wanted to, he can't because <laughs> it hurt his feelings. Yeah. He said that's fucked up. Oh, that's what fucked a, up. What he didn't say like fuck shit. you. Like that's the he thing, just said man. that. No, he he went serious mode. <laughs> I he love- like went like truly like. That's fucked up. I man. love genuine emotion. Yeah. Whatever it is. I liked and it. his was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Like, I'm cool. That's just fucked up. It's fucked up. You man. know it. I know it. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. And then the ump, like Estabrook, consoling him. <laughs> Estabrook's one of the bigger dick umpires going, at least on the field. I don't know his personality mm-hmm. with his kids, but, mm-hmm. or, or <laughs> like, you know, on. in his daily life. But, uh, Big Mike? You, you, you know Estabrook, the umpire? I know him. Yeah. I mean, did I you think that, did you think it was odd? Like he like was squeezing his shoulder and massaging him, like Dude, a Goodwill hunting pitch- scene. Like it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Starting pitchers fault. and umpires have this weird relationship. They're always looking at each other. Like they're they're staring at each other the entire game. There's that's a, a funny there. thought process. Yeah, that's actually great, Trevor. And yeah. you know when they look at each other and the guy goes, "Yeah, like was it up? Like they have this fucking language. Up, up, no, outside. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um." Yeah, that moment to me was just so weird. Some Brewers fans got mad at me that I thought it was weird, and I was like, I've never seen it before. Um, so, yeah, they got beef. I don't I, – I mean, like, I think it's all fair game in a way. Like, you shouldn't throw – they threw behind the pitcher. I feel like that pitcher on the Cubs got told to throw at him, and he didn't want to, so he just threw behind him. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. There's a lot of weird things. Like Wilson Contreras then said something to him, and they were like, "Okay, they were like, fine." He should be mad at Wilson Contreras because yeah. I feel like that was the Wilson whole thing. Contreras said, "Like we shouldn't have thrown at you. That is fucked up. We should have thrown at a position player." That that pimp but job, why? that pimp job and camera angle with Wilson Contreras was dope. Pretty good, pretty good, dope. But why is a great question, Trev? 
Why? 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 If you want to hit, that's a good question. If you're gonna like, but I don't think Kachar's been thrown at on purpose yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Up you just, but but it is bullshit. You can't be pitching him high and in there if you can't control it. Ralt on the Chris Rose rotation laid it out so perfectly. It's just like, yeah, I mean, you know, Riz Riz gets hit because he's all over the play. Contreras, you just try to pitch him up and in, and guys miss. <laughs> he like laughed. It's like sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah. Not trying. Put the gear on. Put all that gear on. You'll be okay. Gear up. Shout out, shout out, Yachty. I feel like we need to just put this out there. Two thousand games for the same team. Never, never once caught a no hitter. Wow. Oh, he's. I don't know if that's true. Someone commented that on like as a joke on the YouTube video. Like for he has to have because Zach Collins, it's like his fifteenth start ever, and he caught a no hitter. And then uh, Caratini, like no hitters to start ratio is crazy because he's a backup. Mm. And then I, I and then McCann last year was backup for the White Sox, and he caught Geo's no hitter. So someone was like, "All these backups catching and Yachty still never got." I don't know mm. if it was truthful or not, but it was kind of just like a, it's not a blight on Yachty at all. It's just a funny thing to say. Damn, two thousand games behind the dish, man. You start doing the hand clap more. I love when you do that. That's why I do that on Instagram Live a lot. Because yeah. I'm holding the phone in my other hand. Right. Yeah. Jake, you're a little. <laughs> Have you ever seen my brother Luke do that? No. He can like clap. Clap it. He just like shakes his hand like this, and it makes like a clapping noise. Mm. Well, Jake has comically small hands, so comically small. Yeah. Trevor, you're still addicted to ins- Did you try to go live at the Trop? I was on Instagram. You gotta just go live. Yeah, I was on Instagram. It said Trevor Plouffe is going live. And I was like, oh, this gotta be good. And then it was already gone. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm here with my family, <laughs> like enjoying a baseball game. Like, this is stupid. So then I turned it off. Well, I don't know what's not stupid, Trev. Investing wisely. Yes. And this American yeah. League recap is brought to you by Fundrise, a company that I know that you'd be interested in, Trev, because you... Enjoy the stocks. Yeah, I do. Well, up. in 2021, a truly diversified portfolio needs more than the traditional mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. You agree or disagree, Trevor? Um, I, I agree. It needs private real estate. Studies have shown that portfolios with an allocation of private real estate generally delivered a better risk-adjusted return with more annual income and lower vo- volatil- vol- volatility. volatility over the past two decades, thanks to its track record of consistent performance through multiple market cycles. With Fundrise, this level of powerful diversification is now available to you. Everyone's getting in on the stock game now. Stocks. Uh, Fundrise team of real estate professionals carefully vets and actively manages all of their real estate projects. And with their easy-to-use website, you can track your portfolio's performance and watch as properties across the country are acquired, improved, and operated via dynamic asset updates. Mm. Fundrise provides access to diversified portfolios of private real estate to all investors with their industry-leading, easy-to-use platform. What's etiquette of stock world, Trev? Am I allowed to ask you right now, like, how's your portfolio looking? Or is that considered a bad, bad, is that like asking a woman her age? Is there etiquette? No, I I don't care. I mean, all portfolios should be looking really great right now. We're in a massive bull run. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Dow's at a record high. Everything's at a record Mm -hmm. high right now. So, Get diversified. I mean, you should even sprinkle a little some in some crypto. I know you don't. I know it's that's risky there, but Scary. it's worth it. Um, do you want me to get some stock tips right now? Are we talking stock? No, 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 no. Well, I can't, I'm not allowed to. I'm not a, a financial advisor. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, see for yourself how 130,000 investors have built a better portfolio with private real estate. It takes just a few minutes to get started. Go to fundrise.com slash baseball today. It's F-U-N-D, fund, R-I-S-E, rise.com. Like the sunrise, but fundrise slash baseball. Fundrise.com slash baseball. Why didn't you ask about my portfolio? Do you have one? There's no way you have one. I got I got a couple things in uh one of the apps. What do you have? You bought one dollar of Dogecoin. One dollar of Dogecoin. You literally one dollar. I bought one one Twitter stock. Nice. Because I was like, I'm on there. But Twitter stock is always terrible. Oh yeah. And I got one stock of silver. (laughs) You need the staples. You need the big ones. Yeah. You need the big ones. If anyone wants stock advice, let me know. Yeah, Jake, yeah. I see a future for you. Yeah, there. thank you. All right, here's what happened in the American League. Are you ready? The Red Sox went to Minnesota and took three of four from Trev's Twins. Not the right music for sure. It's a good <laughs> tune. That is a good song. PPPs. PPPs. Here we go. There it is. The Red Sox went to Minnesota and took three of four from Trevor's Twinkies. Perez pitched. All the Twins pitchers didn't make it in out of the fifth inning. Besides, Pineda, game four, gets seven shutout innings. Uh, Doogie put on a display for the Sox. They're pitching pitch pretty well. They had a lot of big innings, a lot of fun. Red Sox are having a lot of fun right now. Not having fun are the Yankees. They lose two of three to the Blue Jays. They win Cole's start. They lose the next two starts. Ryu was nasty for the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays had to, they scratched a pitcher. Uh, Merriweather, their star reliever, got hurt. That's not fun. Romano also got hurt. Another bullpen guy for them. Bichette had two home runs, including a walk-off. Rowdy Telez got his first hit of the season and his first home run. Kirk Alejandro Kirk got his first hit and his first home run of the season. Blue Jays having some fun. The Rangers... Went to the trop just like Trev and took three out of four from the Rays. Glasnow and Dunning put on an absolute show in game one. Um, and the Rays won one to nothing. The Rangers took the next three games. Our buddy Yarby and Gibby faced off in game two. Gibby had a good outing. Yarby had a bad one. Our other friend of the program, Dahl, had a two-run double in game three. And then uh, Garcia hits a two-run home run take the lead in the 10th. Rangers win three out of four. Another sweep. The Tigers swept the Astros. Casey Mize had a good start against Granke. Best start of Casey Mize's young career. Boyd had another great start against the Astros, as did Fulmer, who got moved from the pen to start. A uh, little caveat here. The Astros either all got COVID or all got their shots and got IL. I, I don't know if there's been an answer if they got COVID or if they got the shots and had but uh, Bregman, Altuve, Alvarez, Garcia, Maldonado, all placed on COVID list. So good job. The Tigers, Astros uh, fans, I don't think are incredibly worried. Angels and Royals played three games in Kansas City. Cobb had a basic outing. Same with Singer. Um, Otani, three hits and three RBIs, including a double. That was 119 mile per hour off the bat. Dylan Bundy. Has a nice outing mm. alongside Duffy. Mm. Man, um, Rendon placed on the 10-day IL with a left, gra- left groin strain. 
White Sox and Indians split a four-game set. Rodon had a no-hitter. If you hadn't heard, that's pretty good. Um, Savali pitched really well. And you know who pitched really poorly? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Our guy, Plesak. Worst outing of his entire life, he said. And the guy alongside him threw no-hitter. His press conference was sad. Orioles and Mariners play. Mariners took three out of four. Sheffield had a good outing. Um, Gonzalez rebounds from his two bad starts. He has a good outing. Harvey goes 4.2, turn pitches. That's the series that's interesting. Mariners take three of four from the O's. That's pretty much it. That's what you got. Mm. Anything jump out at you guys? Hey, standings a little bit. Mariners on top of the West right now. How about that? It's kind of funny. Nobody's off to a terrible start. Uh, Like the Rays, Yankees, and Orioles all have five wins, but everyone in the AL, the only team off to a great start is those Red Sox who got swept the first series, ran nine in a row, and then they lose that final game to Trev's Twins. But uh, that, I, those guys are hitting. I did this on the that. TPP. And it almost became a meme in the in our comment section where they're like, how many times is, are Jimmy and Jake going to bring up the 2017 Yankees? I'm bringing them up again because yes. I said that this Red Sox team has a chance to do what that 2017 Yankees team. Expectations are low. No one's counting you out. Everyone's giving you the excuse of a rebuilding year. So even if you don't perform, no one really cares. So you can just go out there and have a fucking party. And I said, if the Red Sox get off to a hot April and their schedule allows them to get off to a really hot April and have fun, they may force uh, Himes' hand to not give them time and act now. Uh, so I'm monitoring them, how much fun they're having and, like, come from behind wins and you can't count them out. Like, the mojo that they've built around this first 10 games I think will linger. And let's see how long it can linger. The schedule does get tougher, but I'm starting to, uh, you know – See that comparison more and more, which I was uh, interested in in looking for from the TPP. We we did some deep diving on the Red Sox, me and uh, Rosie, when we did our IG live. Um, they're just they're just hitting, man. Their pitching's been okay. I think it's probably performed a little bit better than it should have. They're still walking a lot of guys, and I think some of the, I just. It's hard for me to get on the train. I know the bats. We 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 knew the lineup was going to be decent but they're kind of they're going nuts right now i gotta see it for two months that's what i said he asked me how long till we say these guys are legit i get what you're saying like this is a nice little opener for them and they're going to be confident and and now you know they're going to be able to say hey we, we can we, we are that team we can be that team but i gotta see it for two months man. well i agree with you i agree and, you know, I, I think just one month i think if, if they one month if they can yeah. So again, that 2017 Yankees team, they had, were like a 700 record in April, and then they were 500 in May, yeah. June, July, and August. 500, and then they had a like 700 winning record in September, and that 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 got them to the dance. And then they had a ton of fun. So this is their hot streak. They need to they need to like ride this out as much as can. But the bigger part is they're having so much fun. Like the vibes are incredible. Yeah. They believe. You know, they got they got uh, Pavetta and Rodriguez. He's only 28 years old. So, like, these guys could be entering their prime. Is Pavetta taking that step mm. that everyone's kind of always said he might take? I'm, I'm not so sure about that. Eovaldi, when he's healthy, is, like, a guy guy. So, like, if he can stay healthy, like, 
there's no reason to think he won't be, you know, uh, you know, a, a top pitcher. I mean, and, and then Sale coming back is the biggest question mark. Like, yeah. Is Sale going to come back and be fucking Chris Sale? Because if he is, if the bullpen is pitching the way they've been pitching, I mean, we could be looking at a team like you're saying, a surprise team. I just, it's just so hard for me to buy into it right now. I get what you're saying about the record, and then they can coast the rest of the way. But in this series, their bullpen was really good. Yeah. Um, they uh, in the first three games, they won all three games. They pitched eight innings, I believe, uh, allowed zero earned runs. The bullpen. Yeah, so. Carabas had a, a Jakey Butterknife tweet of sorts. He a couple guys in the in the Sox pin like twenty four innings, zero earned runs. So hey, man, good good for them if they Barnes, get Barnes, yeah, yeah if they get some pitching. Darwin's in, I believe. Whitlock, the Rule Five guy from the Yanks. How about it, Sox? Uh, well, yeah, I know. Stay staying there, Trev. What's going on with your Twinkies? I was gonna stay with the Red Sox. Oh, sorry, I thought you were moving. It's okay. What do you got in the Red Sox? Oh, okay. I was, go ahead. I was just go gonna ahead. schedule watch a little bit. Um, four games with the White Sox at home. You know, survive that. You know, Blue Jays they got two, and then it's Seattle for four, Mets for two, te- Texas for four, Detroit for three, and Baltimore for four. That takes you through early May. What there? And yeah. I mean, those are a couple of the couple of those teams are the bottom feeders. So if the Red Sox can keep the energy up and keep just racking up a couple dubs, they will force Himes hand like. Get Sam back. The April schedule. Like, I will say that June. I mean, I'm I'm never the schedule guy, but June is Houston, Yankees, Houston, Toronto, Atlanta, KC, Tampa, New York. So like June is going to be June. We're going to find out about the Red Sox, and I wouldn't be shocked if they're in it. And you got that good baseball juju, baby. Keep going. Fifteen and eight was a seventeen Yankees record in April. Then they. Okay. They lost losing record in June, losing record in August, barely 500 in the other two. Two good months. Win you that wild card. Trev, your twins? I, to be honest with you, I mean, their pitching has been okay. Their hitting has been okay. They just haven't been able to get those wins. I think they've lost a lot of really close games. I haven't done a huge deep dive on this. You kind of caught me off guard there a little bit, Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I read a tweet that they've they played, um, you know, six or seven uh, tour two runs or fewer close games and have pretty much lost them all. So I'm sure they're, if I look up their run differential, how do I find that right now? Well, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> Pineda had a really good start, finally gave him the, the bullpen, the ball in the eighth inning. They put Robles out there and he, he goes hit by pitch, stolen base, walk, um, walk. And they brought, yeah. and they brought Rogers in. Some saves. Verdugo, uh, I think we we said this when the trade happened that Verdugo is going to be loved in Boston, and I think he is very loved right now. Made a game saving yeah. catch, big uh, yep. three run double, awesome home run, yeah, it's like beautiful. I want to I want to um, go at Jeff Passan just a little sure. bit okay. here. You know I love to do that. Yeah. Jeff put out a tweet nine hours ago talking about the first place teams in the American League today are the Boston Red Sox, the Kansas City Royals, and the Seattle Mariners, just like everyone thought it would be. Classic. Nine hours ago puts that at two fifteen in the morning. <laughs> is that? He, uh, wait a minute. Does yeah. that make sense? It could be one fifteen for him because he's in the middle of the country. One fifteen. Well, he's traveling. I took a picture of the standings. Mm. Should I get that in there? Yeah. And that was at 10.04 Eastern. So I had the idea for that tweet. Oh. 
before Jeff did, but oh. then I started watching Handmaid's Tale with my wife and I forgot to tweet it out. So Jeff, I had you, bro. Season one? Gotcha. Yeah, season one. Sad, sad show. It's not a happy show. It's... Don't nudge your wife and say, like, this is pretty cool, huh? Mm. I don't. I don't. She she's the one that picked this show out and I've actually only watched like half of season one. I've just kind of like dozed off doing other stuff, but it's a, it's intense, bro. And like season two opens at Fenway. Parallels. No parallels. Well, parallels. not really, but you can, you can make the parallels between what's going if on. If things were a thousand now, times worse, this is how it'd be. Oh, it's a parallel. It's the mask thing. And I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. Anything else? Jump out okay, Jeff. in the AL here. I thought you were going to make fun of his tweet because it's 10 days in, but then you said you were going to do the mm. same tweet. But I didn't do it because it is 10 days in. I'm on record as like saying if someone, if someone would have said, like Passon, and we love Passon. He's a friend. Yeah, I'm just If messing. someone would have said, like, hey, 10 games into the season, these are going to be the people in first base, first place, we would have said, oh, yeah, sure, okay. It's 10 games into the season. <laughs> Sorry about your tweet, Trev, that you didn't tweet. Uh, Blue Jays. Playing in Dunedin, they walk doing off it. game three. What's that? They're doing it. Doing it, yeah. Yankees are shit. Yankees Fuck, are dead yeah. as hell. Um, like I had some Blue Jays fans in our like live chats and our reactions that were like, "How do you guys look worse than us?" Like I don't think it was impressive baseball at any point in the entire series. But the Blue Jays won. And their hitting's good. Man, the whole the whole East. I mean, Blue Jays are under five hundred, six and seven. Yankees are five and seven. Rays are five and eight. Like those, the, none of those teams are are kind of happy with their results right now. Uh, the the Rangers taking three or four from the Rays is kind of interesting. Um, Trev, you were there. Yeah, I mean, I I saw six innings of baseball. So take <laughs> that for what it's worth. Uh, I mean, when I was there, who's the um, I don't even know the guy's name. I'm so sorry. Arihara? Yeah. Got his first win. Shut I him think. down. Yeah. Shut him down. A lot of ground balls. A lot of weak contact. Nobody was hitting the ball hard. And the Rays had a lefty out there that was actually throwing decently. Uh, and then when I left, I think they gave up some runs right after that. But they kind of looked um, look. The Rays lineup isn't like a great lineup. We always talk about that. Sure, they put them in positions to succeed, and sometimes that works out, or a lot of the time it works out. But there's going to be stretches where they don't hit the ball. And right now, I mean, that series is one of them. Yeah, Dane Dunning shut him out too. He went toe to toe with Glass. Now we'll be talking about him later. Um, well, I mean, he only pitched f- he only pitched four, and then our dude Hearn came in and had three good innings. Mm. Hearn struck out seven over three. Hearn Hunch. Andy got fined 100 bucks for being late on the bullpen train. I texted Gibby the video. Yeah. You outed uh, him? That's messed up, dude. Yeah, of course I did. That's my job to make sure up. these rooks understand what's going on. Fuck, it's man. Messed up, bro. That's my guy. People on Twitter did not like that tweet. Like, literally nobody liked that tweet. <laughs> I felt like another personality that I always make fun of. But, hey, that's nor- neither here nor there. Wow. That's okay. Hearn, 13Ks and 8.2. Our guy. He's a big dude. Big boy. Yeah, I, sh- like, I hit a homer off him. Said hi. He's big, yeah. I, I hit a homer off him. Tried not to take a picture next to him. Over the driveway. Got him. Deep. No big deal, Jim. Yeah. Punched him. Oops. 
You guys really want me to go over this interleague series that happened? Maybe. Yeah, but, but I feel like we missed some teams in the AL, and I don't want fans to okay. getting mad at us. The Astros stuff's pretty wild, and, and really good job by Casey Mize, Boyd, and Fulmer. Guys, I always rip on. Um, they're, they're pitching well. Granky gave up a lot of earned runs. I think his slider didn't perform well, and they asked him, like, how do you feel about your slider? And he was like, uh, like I never want to throw it again. That was his answer. It's like, I love Granky. Funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. I- At Astros fan, I don't know if resident Astro fan Quentin is in the chat, but what what is going on? Because they got COVID stuff, and it's it's a lot of dudes. I don't I don't know if they they got the shot and they're not feeling well, or if they like fully got it. But Do they Jimmy, you you mentioned test it. test positive, mean, no symptoms. I don't. Yeah, I mean it's Jordan Alvarez, Altuve, Bregman, Maldonado, Robel Garcia. But I don't know if if this is if these dudes are out. Bregman, Altuve, Alvarez. That's it's a heart of a lineup. They really wanted the game to get canceled. They said that McCullers was pitching with like shaky legs. Like Dusty was like he was wobbling out there. Like he couldn't even stand. Like the team's sick. So it'd be really funny if they were like, let's get our shots right before the Tigers come into town. Who gives a it shit? Sounds like that's what happened. Or yeah. or something else happened. They all got. I have no idea. So maybe jokes aren't the best. Uh, but Hinch comes comes and sweeps his old team. A little bit of a storyline there. Yeah. A little bit. What about the Mariners? I'm times. looking at what are the Mariners doing well? Because they're hitting okay. I mean, not really. They're 103 OPS plus. I think they're playing the Orioles. Mm. But they're... Mm. I mean, they have... I don't know. If I was <laughs> to say, like, what did they do well this week, I would say they played the Orioles. They the Orioles. Trev, I know you love a good run differential. Um, Astros are the only yeah. team with a positive one in the AL West. The eight and five Mariners are minus eight. A lot of positive in the AL Central. Royals, Indians, White Sox, Twins. Uh, that those standings are hilarious right now. I hope that division turns into a little bit of a spit show, but we'll see. Um, and the Red Sox plus twenty three, man. Orioles have not won a nine inning game. In their last ten games, ouch! They're they're two. They have two wins in their last ten games. One was eleventh uh, inning against the Yankees win, and the other was uh, walk off in a doubleheader seven inning game. So yeah, I'd say what the Mariners did really well was played the Orioles. Hanniger's off to a good start, which is good for him. Seager's off to a good start. Um, and then Sheffield had had a good outing. The pitching, I think Marco Gonzalez had a bounce back. He needed that. We'll talk about that in Slump Watch later. The fact they were searching for what they're doing well is funny to me because they are leading the AL West, and they're not doing anything particularly well. It's just, you know, one of those things where two weeks into the season. Hey, Will Vest, 8.1 innings. How about a 108 ERA? Can I make a point going back to the NL real quick? Just real quick. quick. Wow. Super Super quick. Because I'm about to do interleague, so it kind of plays, okay? Dodgers last night. Mm. Did we talk that series? Isn't that you? Like a little bit. They swept the rocks. Okay. So this is part of this recap. It's so funny that ESPN and all the major outlets – only talk about like the teams that are like the Dodgers because obviously that's where the money is, and like even our analytics kind of show that. But for us, we like never talk about the Dodgers because they're so they're so good. They're so good. There's not much to say. Makes me blow my mind how like 
the major networks can like figure out what to say. They're just good. End of end. last night. Last night, <laughs> they didn't have well. Bellinger's hurt. They didn't have Betts in the starting lineup. They didn't have Seager in the starting lineup. And I'm just thinking about that that bench. You have Seager. You have Betts. You have Gavin Lux. You didn't use your closer or your setup guy last night at all, and they still win seven to five. Homers by Turner and Muncy. Like this team is just a freaking machine. B lineup. You go out there and score seven freaking runs, and David Price is closing out the game on Jackie Robinson Day. It was just like I I looked at the box score and I was like, this is fucking crazy, man. McKinstry, I know we mentioned him before because of the mustache. He's he's playing some good ball. And I forgot to say this last episode I wanted to. He was a 33rd-round pick. I, I know we haven't done MLB draft stuff in a while about reducing this draft and stuff. But, hey, this is this is one of those stories. So, good for him, and the Dodgers are sickos. Dude, I mean, look, yeah, look at that lineup. So, Turner was a uh, free agent minor league sign. He's hitting second. He's a stud. Muncie was a free agent, minor league sign. He's hitting third for them. Will Smith, the catcher, was like another late round, 20 or 30th round pick. He's hitting fucking cleanup for them. I mean, want to talk about player development? We're talking about player development right now. Freaking Dodgers, man. Uh, I found out what the Mariners are doing well. Defense. Consistency in the top of the lineup. Wearing their jerseys. All 13 games. Hanager leads off. France bats second. Seager bats third. Every single game. They have not uh, rotated that at all. Hanniger, 956 OPS. France, 823 OPS. Seeger, 860 OPS. So those three guys at the top of the lineup are doing it. And as you know, Trev, because you tell me, consistency helps. So good job, Consistency is key. Trev has that tattooed on his ribs. No. I think I do. I have Chris Rose texting me that he needs to see me in five minutes. Forgot about uh Oh, you forgot to tell him. Tyler Wade has that tattooed right here. I'll hit uh that's confidence is key, right? Confidence, yeah. Who's gonna go on with I'll that? ask Wingnut. Yeah. Trev, why don't you tell us what happened in, in the interleague, uh all of the interleague series and all the big interleague games this uh past week. On your mark, get set, go. Oh wow. I'm waiting for music. Yeah, me too. Mm. I'm always always waiting. We're all waiting. Mm. Um, and we have it. Buckle up. It's going to be a long one. The A's visiting the Diamondback. Game one, Bassett versus Bumgarner. Bassett comes out five innings pitch, two earned runs. Bumgarner not looking too hot out on the mound. 4.2 innings pitch, six earned runs. He has five-plus earned runs and 13.2 innings pitched and both starts this season. Chapman finally gets three hits, comes off the slide a little bit. We'll talk about that in a minute, I'm sure. Hits the home run. Lowry just going off. Second game, Luzardo and Gallon both start. Gallon making his season debut. Doesn't go very well. Or it does go really well. Four innings pitch, one earned run. Luzardo did not go too hot. 2.2 innings pitch, five earned runs. Lowry stays hot with a three-run homer in the seventh to tie the game. And then Seth Brown, go ahead, home run in the eighth. And Loriano just stealing bags. He's got eight of them already. That's actually kind of crazy. What a stat that is. Athletic sweep. Yes, this happened on Monday and Tuesday. We're talking about it on Friday. It's a little crazy, but that's the only interleague game that we have. Jim, wrap that music up right now. Ah, Trev got that was nice. two games. Mm. Two games. Lazardo, not good. Chad Lowry is doing it. 
Jed Lowry is doing it, guys. Mets fans got to be upset about that because he went there, didn't play at all because he was hurt. They called him a bum. They said he stinks. Well, it turns out he was just a little injured, guys. Yeah. That happens. Lazardo not well, having a good it. start to the season. He has an 8-3-1 ERA. He's allowed 12 earned runs. Not good. Uh, Bumgarner. Ooh, yikes. Mm. Yikes. Mm. Can I remind you guys, um, this is Bum's second year with the Diamondbacks, right? Mm. In the shortened season, he has a 6-4-8 ERA in his nine starts. He's pitched three games right now. He's uh, allowed 17 earned runs. He leads the league and earn runs allowed in those three starts. And can I remind you that he signed a $85 million five-year contract with the Diamondbacks? Yeah. So four and a half years left with a limited no-trade clause. He has five teams on his list that he will – Accept a trade to those teams. I have no idea who they are. But good golly, Miss Molly. Mm. That's some French, Jake, always speaking. This this might get uglier. I got a couple of them for I don't even fault the Diamondbacks for signing him. I mean, I, I, I guess well, it looks Wasn't really the reaction now. like that's my, way too much money? It was a lot of money, but I think that year before, like, Mad Bum was fun. It was almost like he he was refiguring it out without his electric stuff. In 2019, 34 starts, a 390 RA, which, you know, nothing crazy, but teams do pay that for that. That was the highest of his career. Team, yes. Teams do pay for that kind of pitcher, though. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's just been off the goddamn ledge. He's 12 starts, a 764 ERA. Like, that's... They didn't expect this in any world. Yeah. You know how I always say, like, sometimes teams will pay a guy like this. I mean, he was still was, what, how old was he when he signed this deal? He was 30 when he signed the deal. So they said, okay, you can pitch to your 35. You look like you're one of those guys. A lot of miles on that inning because mm. he spent a lot of time, you know, during the regular season on the mound and the postseason. Got those extra innings on there. But I always say, look, they sign guys like this to be a mentor for some of their young guys, and it might even be worth it to over to overpay a little bit. I don't. Is he that kind of guy that th- that's going around sharing information? Doesn't really. In my mind, I don't see him doing that. I could be completely wrong. Never met him. Never, never met him. Never heard the story. Hear any reports on that? You know, like you. All you ever hear about Garrett Cole is he's helping everybody out. Garrett he's Cole's the pitching this, coach. Uh, Garrett Cole's the pitching. coach. When Larry Rothschild was the pitching coach, he was really Boone's right hand man. Like anytime they showed Boone in the dugout. Larry Rothschild was standing right next to him, and you were like, okay, there's a bench coach, but Larry is really the second in command here. Now it's Garrett Cole. It's not the pitching coach. They show the dugout. It's Garrett Cole, like in Boone's ear. He's, he's, the, the, Yankees he's the Yankees coach. pitching coach. Yeah, I don't see, I don't get that vibe from old Madison. And that's kind of, that's a little bit disappointing. Maybe that'll change. You know, maybe he will end up being a, a good influence and in, in, in helping guys out, but uh, the performance has definitely not been there. I've got a couple important things. Uh, one, it's a story that a lot of other people are talking about, so I guess we should mention it. The whole Jed Lowry thing and the knee stuff with the Mets, that's another one of those, like, whoa. like what's... I've missed all of that. Can you explain it? Jed La- The Mets, like, told Jed Lowry not to get knee surgery, and he, like, needed it. And so now he left, he got it, and he's playing great baseball. Why'd they tell him not to get it? 
They just thought he could survive without it. I I haven't like deep dove. I mean, it's very the whole thing seems metsy as it getsy. Uh, a lot of people like Eno's been on it. A few other people, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those bizarre things that I don't know. When you look into how organizations are actually run, it's like what? Um, yeah. That segued into Jed Lowry's off to a great start this year, which is really cool and happy for Jed Lowry. I went to click on his baseball reference to get the actual numbers, and I accidentally clicked on Peanuts Lowry, the outfielder third baseman from 1942. Peanuts Lowry? Peanuts. Like the the snack. Are you saying penis or peanuts? Not the snack, but, um, yeah, Jed Lowry off to an incredible start. 348, 977 OPS. In those days, we did a whole conversation of, Will they get back to 500? They're 6-7. and seven. Good weekend. They could be back over the hump. I love Jed. Jed is one of those guys that helps out the younger guys. He is one of those guys that's like an extra hitting coach, a mentor. And uh, so, you know, if Mets fans think that he was a guy that's just going to go collect a paycheck and, and, and be hurt on purpose and not try to come back from something, he's not that kind of guy. Um, so I'm happy he's like back in Oakley. He's 37 years old doing mm. it, man. Stanford boy, he's a smart one. Oh, but you know, Bowmail loves Cal guys and Stanford guys. We all know that. We all know it. Peanuts got his nickname because his grandfather used to describe him as no bigger than a peanut, or because actress Thelma Todd Ooh. reportedly gained his good behavior by promising to buy him some peanuts. Gained his good behavior. Yeah, it's like another way of saying bribed. Like you know, if you get if you're good, I'll get you peanuts later today. When he was a little kid, it's a little too clever of a sentence. I agree. Peanuts, Lowry. Real name Harry Lee, and that went out the way. Yeah, at that time period in the U.S. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's the interleague. Thanks, Trev. Thanks, Trev. That was huge. Bum's been bad. Uh, let's go into the personal performances. And this is brought to you by our good friends at Cushy Dreams. They sent us some more of their pre-rolls. Trev, I think, J- did you, what What up, What show did you light up? Was that Talking Baseball? JJR? That was on Talking Yanks. You burned for a burn. Burned uh, for a burn. Jake smoked one in the, the studio here. Um, Cushy Dreams Extraordinary CBD Rich Hemp Flavor comes in one-eighth ounce cans and pre-roll joints. 420's coming up, Trev. It is. We're going to be going to the Yankees-Braves game with Pete Moylan and Kelsey Wingett. Ooh. Yeah. High, as, high AF oh. or what? Oh, people people always say that. Uh, oh, you haven't met Peter Moylan yet? You're going to love him. He's a walking joint. Expect to get a jealous of your happiness text is all I say. Yeah. I'll be at Disneyland, I think. Yeah, exactly. Happiest place on earth, so. Yeah, if you're sick in the head. Um, Cushy. Cushy Dreams, cannabis that ships discreetly to you and directly to all 50 states. They offer specific indica and sativa strains. They deliver desired effects. Relax, create, hustle. Mm, Party. They got some new flour, too. Thanks to a fresh harvest, they have eighths. Of their best indoor indicas and sativas with their ultra premium line. As always, they have full gram pre rolls. What's new is five packs of half gram pre rolls and a great new website. Mm. 
Mm. Love a new website. You tell me, like, yeah, they got a new website. Yeah. You know that companies put a lot of time and effort into that. I'll go check that shit out. What you got? Um, go to Cushy Dreams, K-U-S-H-Y dot dreams dot com. At checkout, use promo code BASEBALL for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code BASEBALL for 20% off. P Festival, second P of the episode. Ooh. Do you guys remember when you smoked Cushy Dreams? In the alley, like how badass. We're doing it again, again, like tomorrow or Monday. Badass. Yeah, it's badass. Tasting cushy dreams. Smoking in the alley. All right, Tasting next up, standout performance. Standout performance. Jake, you get to go first. What? For real, not a joke. Boys. Yeah. Couple things. Yeah. As mentioned. Yeah. Got pretty crossfaded last night. Just out of town, mm. me and Noodle, just, just grinding. Epas and gummies? What were you drinking just on? Just grinding. A little whiskey. A little oh, wow. whiskey. So, yeah. Ooh, whiskey and weed. Dad was back in the game, baby. What were you What were you watching? Uh, felt good. All of it. How were you, uh, how were you imbibing? Games. How were you imbibing the whiskey? Imbibing? Yeah. I was drinking it. Yeah. Uh, so, Straight? Mixed? Follow up to that. Uh, on the... On the rocks. On our rock. What is this, Mad Men or something? You're drinking just It's the only masculine Scott. thing about me. Uh, anyways, so woke up still feeling pretty good and just out of town, so I forgot I had to take Noodle out this morning, so I was running a little late. Uh, so you guys kind of beat me to the sheet and took the good ones. There was a guy on here I kind of wanted to talk about anyways this episode, and he was lights out, and he deserves to be talked about. Trevor Bauer. You guys might know him from internet fame. <laughs> um, he does some media stuff. Uh, just a casual seven innings pitch, zero earned runs, nine Ks, only one hit. Um, we forget <laughs> sometimes there's a lot of other stuff, but man, his, his good is about as good as anybody else's good in major league baseball when he's right. Uh, was remembering that playoff start last year and like how nasty that was, uh, to the point that it became a no fun game, <laughs> but Bauer with the great start and something that I've been trying to pump is more guys need to do signature stuff. I'm for that on the field. I want stuff that kids can do when they're playing wiffle ball in the backyard and t-ball. He got one of the pitch ninja swords, and he put the sword away in its sheath on the mound. I know it's a little hokey, but baseball's fun. What do you mean he put a sword away? Like just an invisible sword? So do you know the swords that pitch ninja does? The swing. A check swing. Yeah, like a check swing. Yeah. So he got one of those strike. Oh, three. he induced one. He induced one, and then he. The way you stated it was, I thought pitching injury was selling like swords. No. Because he uses that a lot, and then he bought one, and then he like took it out of his there pocket. There was and no it actual sword on the mound. Uh, he tucked an invisible sword. Um, that might be coming into up the now sheath. that you mentioned it. Um, but I like that man. Like, have fun with it. You're not. That shouldn't hitters. We talk about pitchers being soft. That a hitter shouldn't be embarrassed by that. Like let the pitchers have a little bit of fun. Let the kids when they're playing wiffle ball and they get their buddy on one of those in the backyard do the same thing so they can have fun playing this game. So, Trevor Bauer, nice performance. Have fun. I will say this. Look, he's one of the guys who I don't think would be upset if a hitter hit the homer and then put the sword in the sheath because that's coming. Yeah. It better. Yeah. Like, hitter in MLB, when you take Bauer up top, put the sword in the Cross sheath. Cross home please. plate. Put the sword back. Dude, please. Or take that. it out. Okay. The Red Sox, um, 
and uh, unsheathing all the arrows was some of the cooler re- response to a personal thing yes. going. When uh, well, that one Trout and Pujols was that? did was that, that with Rodney. The, Fernando Rodney shot one in the Angels dugout, and then Trout and Pujols did it together. The following but I day. but I didn't like that. I like that. I like that. But the Red Sox, I think it was Johnny Gomes. Unsheathing. Yeah. He just un un unsheathed. Uh, what's that thing called? Oh, the emptied basket. the quail or something like that. Ooh, there is a term. Yeah. For I think it was yeah. emptying the quail. quail. Like you're out of quill. fucking arrows. Quill. Yeah. yeah, quill. That was cool. I like when the things do that. I don't think anyone cares. Did you hear his press conference, Trev, about oh, the yeah. sticky stuff? Because if you didn't hear this, I think it's worth sharing with the audience and with you. I, I heard it. You can play for the audience. It's long, so I'll dance around. But uh, in response to the article that mentioned that MLB took his balls, and I had told you guys what Bob Melvin said, that they were oh, just no. collecting them to quiver. take data. Quiver. Emptying the Thank quiver. You, there you go. Gossip bloggers writing stuff and having no clue about the actual rule or actually knowing the rule, but intentionally writing something without going investigating. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell that, res- that report was about. Basically, so I can explain to everybody what the actual rule is, MLB is just collecting baseballs to do a study. Like, they're not doing anything with them. No one's under investigation or no one's, like, just these, these gossip bloggers just out here writing stuff to try to throw water on my name or whatever. I don't know. Just personal vendettas, I guess. Did anyone with MLB reach so, out to you or you reach he, out to them? He, he's correct, man. Like, and, and what's not correct is that MLB clearly told, when they went around spring training, clearly told the clubhouses, yes, we're sending balls to labs, but we're not incriminating anyone on what we find. All we're doing is collecting data to see what substances you guys are using so we can try and find a substance that everyone can use in the future. Very clear. We've had two people now come out and say that and like be very calm and confident that that's what's happening. But MLB told the public or whoever's feeding writers or the way the writers input it into their heads and then outputted it for the masses was that they were like going to suspend people if they find funny shit on the balls. And it's very clear because game one, opening day, every pitcher that uses sticky stuff was just using it. Didn't give a fuck, so it's very clear MLB told all the clubhouses, don't worry, we're not going to punish anyone, we're just collecting data, Uh, which the fact they told the clubhouses that but not the public is ridiculous. Like, come on, have some transparency one time, and now you have a lot of writers, like, writing just wrong stuff. Yeah, I agree, Jim. I mean, it's funny, he clearly, like, in my mind – TB had like a notepad, like, what am I going to talk about at press conference? And he like had gossip blogger underlined yeah. it twice and was like, okay, That's good. I'm going with that gossip blogger, gossip blogger. But you know, MLB could save a lot of money and then maybe just give it to me. I'll tell them what people mm. are using. I mean, I literally know oh. what people are using. They could just save a lot of time and money. Just ask, just ask around the league. Formal application. They'll tell you what they're using. Formal application to go to the MLB lab. <laughs> Love it's to incredible. see what we're doing. Oh my god! There's no MLB <laughs> lab. They don't have a lab. What's going? I don't know what's going on. It's just man. a guy doing a lick test. <laughs> there was, um, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Mr. Tory. There was. This ball. <laughs> there was one of the more prominent people in baseball, active players in my DM, sending me pictures of pitchers using, uh, 
like pine tar or whatever they're using, not pine tar, like their substance, like sending me like, this is, this is a hot button issue. And like, it's MLB just going to screw it up again. No, but they, maybe they just like it, but yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, that, that press conference by Bauer was great. I mean, he's using, he's using the gossip dig because he knows that hurts hard. Yeah. Hard. He does. But he knows it hurts hard because in this scenario, they're just gossiping. Like MLB isn't going to incriminate anyone or like act on it. P Festival, third might, P? Might be a third P. Third P in the I'm show? I'm starting to get worried. I've never seen this happen before. Uh, it's pretty, is this a no, new no, thing? No, no. okay. Not a third P? No, I've peed three times. Okay, okay. has peed three times. There have been three But this P's, wasn't this one of them. I choose to receive the kickoff. So, in this case, it is a gossipy because they're writing that, you know, MLB's taking this to a lab to, um, you know, f- punish people when it's very clear we had a manager... And a player would be like, no, that's not. And we've had every pitcher that uses it not try to hide it any bit. So it is a bit gossipy. A little bit. It is. And you wouldn't expect it from some of the guys that are being gossipy, in, in my opinion. They, you kind of, I think they thought it would just go kind of over the radar. Under the radar? Over the radar. Who the fuck says that, Jake? What are you talking about? Who do you guys have as good baseball players? I have week? I have Glass now as my... um. Standout performance. Colleague. Seven point two innings pitch, zero earned runs, fourteen Ks, two hits, zero walks. Which I love the zero walks. He's a tall dude, and it takes taller guys like that. It takes him a while to get that consistency in that location. He added a third pitch. If anyone was with us during the playoffs last year or at any time last year, I was pretty adamant that he he's not going to be successful if he just stays with the two pitch repertoire. And he added this third pitch, and I've talked about it, and he's just using it a lot. Um, he's, in this game, he threw 59% fastballs. He threw 23% sliders. That's the new pitch. He didn't, he didn't have that. And 19% curveballs. So you almost have 20% with three different pitches. I, I chose like a random start from last year to see um, at the same date, his third start of the season last year, 68% fastballs so even if you throw 100 trev guys can sit on it if it's that high if it's 70 like near 70 percent of the time so it's third pitch not only does it give a third pitch and you can't just be a guest hitter on them but now you can't sit fastball as easily as you can anymore and it's performing really well and he's pitching really well um 60 percent uh where was it no he had a 50% whiff rate on the slider. Um, Damn. Yeah. No. That's really good outing. Um, I love him now because he has a show on our network, and I've listened to him talk, and he's like Pro real chill. cool, chill guy. But dominated. Yes. Career ERA 420. <laughs> Ooh. You know, I've mentioned it multiple times, Jim. Two-pitch pitchers, man, you can pick them apart. Like, they have to have both working or else you're going to be able to sit on one of them. I mean, that's 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 deductive math right there. Is that right, BBD? Did I use that word right? Deductive math, math pod? I think so. Yeah. Fucking yes. But, you know, you add the third pitch in. You add a new wrinkle in. And it's really surprising, not surprising, which kind of, it's more of like makes me sick to my stomach 
is that uh, there was another article, not by a gossip blogger, but by, you know, Saris out not, talking about all the new pitches. Not. People just fucking make up new pitches on a whim now. And it's actually makes me a little bit upset because that's just not fair. Hey, d- you, you know, you think, hey, I seen a guy 10 times, you know, 12, 15 times. I got an idea of what he's got. And then boom, he just adds a new pitch because they got the slow mo cam and they can. I mean, it's crazy to think that pitchers can do that so quickly now. It just, to me, it didn't used to happen like that. Every once in a while, you'd have like, hey, Mariano showed me how to throw his cutter and, you know, whatever. Like, sharing knowledge has been around for a long time, but being able to practice it the way they practice it now and develop new pitches like as quickly as they can. That's tough for hitters. It's tough. Correction, he did have one walk. Our stat sheet says zero. I checked the actual one had one walk. It's okay. It's okay. It's a bad call. Oh, it was awful. In my opinion. Last three years with the race, Tyler Glass now, 26 starts at 255 ERA. Pretty, pretty good. And it looks pretty like good. looks like he might be taking it to another level. He struck out the side in the first, then he struck out the side in the third. Whoops. <laughs> it's nuts. Trev, who you got? Mine's pretty easy. I snuck in here. I think somebody took Bauer first. Nope. And then I said, I'm going to take Rodon. Let's talk about the guy's no-hitter. I tuned in for the last four outs of it. Um, Just an incredible performance. And I talked about this a little bit with Rosie um, after it happened. But it was a cool situation because they were up – uh, eight to nothing. So there was no real like, hey, we need to win this game. Like if somebody gets on base, he's going to be taken out. Like this was his freaking game. Tony La Russa, old school manager, would have let him pitch to 170 pitches probably. Um, but in the ninth inning, he had 100 and, over 110 innings pitch, and the guy's pumping a hunch. Mm. His, his, his fastest velos of the night came in the ninth inning, and that is just pure adrenaline. And watching him throw – he, it, you could just tell he had everything working exactly how he wanted it to work. And that hit by pitch, man, to Perez. There's nothing he can do about it. I want people to know that. But he did exactly what he wanted to on that pitch. He threw two fastballs up, like 98, 98. Perez is on him, throws the back foot slider, ends up hitting him. He was on. Like nobody was going to touch him. I know uh, there was one 3 1 count where he had uh, J Ram, and he's like, he knew a fastball was coming. Every he said something like the dog in Kansas knew a fastball was coming or something like Kentucky. that. Kentucky and J Ram hit a Kentucky, hit a laser to left field, um, caught obviously, but it was just it was just really cool to see. His wife put something out on her Instagram. She said after the seventh inning, it was all gas, no breaks, and that's exactly what it looked like. This guy was on the throttle, going as hard as he could, and it showed, and. After he gives up the hit by pitch, it was almost like, is this guy going to blow it now? Unraveling is a very real thing. Yeah, so he's two outs away from a no-hitter. And yeah, he loses the perfect game. And I think a lot of people at that point would just take a deep breath and be like, fuck, you know, and then maybe give up a hit. He did not do that. He came back out, got the next two hitters, gets the no-hitter. It was such a cool performance, especially if you know his injury history. I faced the guy. I know what kind of stuff he has when he's on. I, I enjoyed it very much, more so than a lot of other no-hitters I've seen. There's been a lot lately. We know, obviously, Musgrove uh, last week or whatever it was, the ninth or something like that. 
but this one felt special to me. I really liked it. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, he his his whole press whole post game press conferences were really funny. Can I can I call out a bunch of soft people, Trev? Ooh, sure. Some people were mad at Naylor for hustling down the line on his little swinging bunt. Like he didn't bunt on purpose; it was a swinging bunt, and he hustled down the line and tried to be as safe as hard as he possibly could. There's a lot of people on the internet being like, "It's eight nothing game, really? Just let him have it." That's the softest what? mindset. Do you know how embarrassing it is to be a team that gets no hit? Did like real people have yeah. that opinion, or just yeah. like? A lot of Twitter people. No, 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 I don't okay. think real people, but a, but a, a lot right, right, right. of a lot of fans in the comment section on Twitter, like it's embarrassing to get no hit. If you if he hustles and is safe, and his team doesn't go as the team that got no hit, that's awesome for the fans, for the for the morale of the club and all that. Like, try your hardest not yeah. to be on the team that gets no hit. At all times. Now, an eight nothing bunt. I do still think that's. I don't like that as much. But as long as like it's a like swing play, hustling down the line, slide and try to be safe. Like, like <clears throat> I think never ever play softer so the opposing opposing team can get his no hitter a perfect game because it's a bad look if you get no hit. It is, and he's a young guy. He's trying to like establish himself in the league. You're going to tell this guy not to hustle? Yeah, like, like it's eight nothing. He reaches first, doesn't make it win. It's like, yeah, but you don't want to be no hit. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get a hit yeah. too. Like he wants to get yeah. a hit. A uh, couple things mentioned before with glass now, bro. Chill, uh, Rodon <laughs> also, bro. Chill. Oh my god, what's up? Uh, that was really good. You can really. Uh, this sounds dumb. But you can tell, like, the dudes were genuinely stoked for this guy with the injuries and apparently who he is uh, amongst the team. Like, <laughs> kind of just a cool guy. Everyone was so stoked for him. That was really cool to see. The story with the surgeries is nuts. I mean, he gets non-tendered. I, I would have to ask my White Sox fans if it's really true, but he said, like, he was he was coming back to the White Sox. The White Sox had seen how much he was rehabbing. Um and like know who he was and I guess he wanted to stay there which if that's fully true like I don't know his full free agency but that's what he said but you know I I'm trying to tell people this like think about what that actually means I think he was going to make around 5 5 and a half million he resigned for 3 million he, that's still the Chicago White Sox telling him like hey we're going to cut you 2 and a half mil short hope that's not a big deal <laughs> uh so the fact that he did that, he's looked great. Uh, his couple starts this year, like we mentioned with Joe Musgrove, look for the next start. I hope uh, Tony LaRusso probably has him land in the 75-80 pitch range uh, to, you know, after coming off of those surgeries, keep that in check. And I love this. This sounds really dumb, but I love this for the White Sox and Tony LaRusso. Like, shit like this brings a team together. It's fun. And, you know, we were worried that, like, this White Sox team might not have that with Tony. And now, I mean, they're having fun. Everything we've heard from Giolito on Chris Rose rotation. I mean, it doesn't sound like fluff. It sounds like they're actually into this dude. So, good for the Southsiders. They love their new pitching coach over there. They had the pitching coach that was a mainstay in Chicago yeah, for, like, I love a long, guy. long time. And they, Katz is his name, the new guy. And uh, he credited Katz, like, right away. Um, Ethan, like, uh, Ethan Katz, I think is his name. That's that was Harvard Westlake's pitching coach. Right. Like he pit, he right. was the high school pitching coach for all those guys, and now he he's with G. Back with G. Yeah. 
That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, kudos to him. Good job. And the White Sox. Go buy a shirt. We got we got oh. toe hitter shirts on the store. You know, he did mess up. I have to I have to bring this up. Rodon messed up. After the third out in the ninth, he went and hugged Moncada. Very first. interesting move. You gotta go to the catcher. Everybody knows that. I actually did a similar thing. Shout out myself, 2004, through a no hitter in high school, and I went and like somewhat hugged somebody else. And my catcher, to this day, wow. it's one of my best friends, will not let me live that down. So, I felt when I was making the breakdown, I saw that I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Like it was very awkward. They they never worked a game together before. <laughs> You gotta go if you're gonna throw no hitter pitchers. Spring, that are spring training. He he did they he was and then he also wasn't incredibly. He didn't talk about him a lot in the post game on the field. But it, when he did the zoom, he was like, "I didn't shake him at all. It was perfect." Blah 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 blah. Like so, good job. He said like and he said uh, he said something. Rodon, what he say? He said, uh, "What's the catcher's name?" Zach Collins. Zach Collins. He said his defense has improved a ton. He could always hit. I played against in college, but yeah, the pitch framing and blocking because. Zach Collins was told he would never be an MLB catcher, that he would have to move the DH or first base. So that's cool. You know what I'm curious about? I know this is going long, guys, but this is a thought in my head. It's been there for a while. I want to know the stats from, like, the sixth inning on of catchers catching a no-hitter. Are their batting mm. stats? Like, are they just so wrapped up in, like, finishing the game they don't even give a shit about their I bats? Because I think he went 0 for 4 in that game, and it got me thinking, like, you just lost me a half Second, a day. I got, I got a stats fucker. guy for you, you dickhead. Yeah, with no, not not Jim. Let's get somebody else on this. But I'm curious. It's got to be weighing on their minds. They probably put those at bats and okay. say, "Who gives They're a shit?" I need to focus. A stats on that exist but do not matter. Bad. Let's keep it going. We gotta do Trump watch. My least favorite segment. Womp womp womp. Yeah, we we're, we're so packed because we kept so many people on. So uh, we gotta take some people off slump watch. We're just watching these guys. BBD, can you get, update us on the people that have that have been had watching? Mm, the people we've been had watching. Watching. Justin yeah. yeah. Hira. Goes one for seven, RBI, three walks. Uh, don't care anymore, watch. Yeah, like he's almost got to prove he can hit again. It's been a while since oh, we've he's seen off. He's so bad that he's off. Yeah. We haven't seen him hit in two years now. Yeah, last year. I mean. We also I, need to trim the fat here. So. I want to like the guy. Led, led the league in strikeouts last year and hit. 212. His his last 286 plate appearances, he has a 198 batting average, 287 on base percentage, 385 slugging, 79 OPS plus. So yeah, love you Keston. Hopefully you can earn the right to be on Slump Watch again, but for right now you you're just on like not not interested watch. That's 2017 Travis stats mm. right there. So I He's off. Next up, Jock Peterson. He looked like he was starting to get it going last time. He had game hits a few games in a row, but 0 for 8 since then. Oh, Chuck. Oh, stays yeah. on. Stay, man. Stays He's on. with the new team. New team. He stays on. Damn, tough. This is going to be an interesting one. Ozzy Albies. This week, 2 for 11, 5 walks, and his hits are a homer and a double for RBIs. Good OBP. 
He's got an he's, he's got awesome. an eight sixty six OPS in his last he's nine off. games and a three fifty on base percentage. He's off. Yeah, it's not he's translating to batting average, but a little monster. He's off. Congratulations, Dawson. It's coming. Off clap. This is a big one. Mm. Rowdy, my guy. He was looking for his first hit the last time we talked, and he's gotten it. Six for 16, homer, two ribbies. Only struck out three times in that span. If you include the the Thursday game, yesterday's game, which I know we don't. We don't, but we can. If you, if you included it, it'd be shame to flame. Yeah. Baseball is such a Good. ridiculous sport. Yeah. It's almost shame to flame anyway, but not really. But Good yeah, job, he, he's definitely Big off. Claps. And, and that was a, a breaking the seal off. Yeah. Like it was, he didn't have a hit Ooh. all season. So it might just keep flooding now. BBD breaking the seal. Flooding. Oh, yeah. Oh. I thought we were talking about the animal. Yeah, there'll be another one before the end of the episode. Aaron Hicks only played two games since we last discussed him. Three for eight. One of the hits was a double. He's like kind of off. He's only hitting from the right side right now. Um, which is kind of, you know, the the pain of being a switch hitter and Hicksy's normally a bigger threat from the left side. I mean Has he dabbled in that before? Like he's done that before, right? He gave up one really quickly, or is that somebody not else? Him, I don't think. But unless it happened somebody in the minors else. or something. I'm but. just not interested in this one anymore. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. technically three for eight. I hope it's coming around. Let, There's not a reason off, the, that off. league wide fans need to track this. Three for twelve. Tiny clap. Matt Chapman, breaking out, 5 for 15 Mm. this week. Homer, triple, double, five ribbies. Ooh. Five RBIs? Yep. Homer the night we almost picked him in the Homer draft. And he's hot. Get him off. He just played two games, right? Yeah. In these stats? Well, yeah. Well, we only do it on the series, so he was four for 10. So, yeah, he's almost shamed the flame. He only played two games, but in those two, he's amazing. Still great. Good job, Matt. Uh, Miguel Sano, the big guy. One for seven. The one is a home run. Three walks. One for seven. With a homer. Four games set. There was a double header here, so he only started three games. It's a 500 on base percentage this series and a 1.071 OPS. He's off. It's not his fault people aren't pitching to him. Hitting one hundy on the year. I saw something about his uh, hard hit, his like exit velos down, his barrels are down. Dude, he got on base half of his plate appearances. It's not off. Get him off. I want to watch him. You just interested? I'm interested. He, uh, Kesson Kesson Hura led the NL in strikeouts last year. So no, the AL with a 204 batting average. Leave him on if you want. I I kind of want to track Jake him. Jake wants to it. track him. I want the big guy to get it going. Michael Conforto, since we last discussed, 0 for 4, 2 walks, 2 hit by pitches. Before that, before this last series, his only major contribution on the season was a hit by pitch. He only played two games. Um, he's on. I, because he's a free agent at the end of this ooh, year. We got track. another 500 on base percentage, but like, but no hits. I'm he has two no hits, hits, but just two hit by pitch. I yeah. mean, I want to watch him because of yeah. the whole thing. And if he if he does well, he unlocks a lot for the Mets. Yeah. Is he the one with the hot mom, or is that Nimmo? Huge. I need to start 
I need to start taking questions to guys with hot moms, like how it affects their childhood mm. and their careers, because Teddy is going to yeah. have to deal with this. That's, it's going to be tough for tough. him. Yeah. You shouldn't have married so hot. Idiot. It's not my fault. Well. Dumb. Uh, who else? Paul DeYoung. Mm. Two for eight with a walk, four Ks. Get him off. Yeah, take him off. Kind of See off. Paul. 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 And our last hitter. That we're reviewing. Tommy Pham, two for nine, three walks. Off. Off. That's Tommy Pham's game. I think all three of the pitchers we were watching are all off. 462 on Freed's hurt. Freed Freed gets off because he's hurt. Madbum gets off because we don't care anymore. Terrible. No, 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 no. We got to watch the Mad Boom. I want to watch But this isn't a slump. He's not slumping. He's not slumping. He's just bad. (laughs) Oh, believe me, we're going to keep an eye on him. Fun to watch. He's off slump watch. He's off. We can can make a new. Like last year, we had Gallo watch. It wasn't slump watch. We were just interested. We can give Mad Boom one more start, and then, like, the Diamondbacks should be saying the same thing. (laughs) Whoa. Leads the league in Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Does he have like the biggest contract in Diamondbacks history? Probably, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, he he gets class. Hey. Nice start. Ace of those Mariners. All right. Okay. So who are we adding? A few guys to add. Bryce okay. Harper, one for ten. Four Ks. Jose Abreu. Hold on. Hold on. Bryce Harper. What was it? He was one for ten. With four Ks. Four Ks. One He's walk. on. Yeah. Then He's counts. on. Get it going. The timeliness. I've been watching their games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jose Abreu on a one for 12. Although he did make that big play in the. <laughs> Toe in the hitter and five walks. Five walks. Five walks? Yeah, it's a three fifty three on base percentage, which is decent. But I mean, he only got one hit. I, he, Last he can year's come MVP, off. Leave him on. He can come off pretty easy in one more series. Yeah, here's one for you, BBD. Reeser, one for ten with a walk. He was so hot before. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that's a, that's a real one. Four Ks. Are, yeah. Oh no. And then our friend Ian Happ, one for twelve oh, walk, no. three Ks. Check out the new episode of Sequence, though. Is Happer hurt? I feel like he's been missing a couple games. Or I'm just reading my fantasy updates wrong. Uh, he didn't start like two games, it looks like. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, Hap, we're rooting for you. Tough yeah. series in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got good pitching. Good pitching. No yeah. shame. And a couple guys Tough close to, to all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Gio Urshela yeah. goes one for 12. Two ribbies. And Max Kepler, 5Ks and 12 ABs, 1 for 12. Did salvage the sweep, though, Max. Mm. Walk-off hit. A cutie and a hottie here. Get better. Rooting rootin for them to get off. We'll watch Gio. I mean, I wonder. He started the year slow, then he got hot briefly. Well, he had one big game, so that's where I... That's that's one of Jimmy's favorite butter knife. If you cut out the one big game, what are his stats? And I bet they're pretty bad for Gio. I mean, um, oh. Yeah, I mean, they got four hits in one game. He's got 11 on the season. Yeah. <clears throat> so Not a math pod, unfortunately. 42 minus 5. Sure. It's 37. 37. 11 minus 4. 7. Also 7. 
seven for thirty-seven. If you take out the one game, is a one eighty-nine batting average. That's not good. Yeah. Not good. That's not good. What's going on, Kep Daddy? You gonna get it going? Do I need to do a <clears> fixed Kep <throat> swing? Oh. I don't know. It's See, early, guys. Early. Dude, one good game. God, Kepler's one good game. It was only three games, but Kepler's been in the show since twenty fifteen. It's wild. Trevor Plouffe's twins. Okay. Yep. We cleaned up a little bit. I'm happy. Not a lot of not a lot of really overs, like which is interesting. Uh Fran Mill went zero for thirteen. And JD, after his real hotness, he went um, 0 for for 12 plate appearances, no hits. Sad. That's like flame to shame. Flame to shame. Yeah. All right. Who's getting fuego today? Poppy. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. You boys know I love the hot boys. We got a couple guys with Braves connections. One still doing it. Ronald Acuna Jr., he's kind of been like the storyline of baseball. People are doing some best player in the league type stuff. Seven for 16, three homers, triple-double. Every at-bat, it seems like he's going nut job. A couple guys with Braves connections. Adam Duvall, hello. Hey, big spender, seven for 14, three home runs, Ooh. nine ribbies. Oh, nine ribeye steaks. Thanks, Billy Ripken. Charlie Culberson makes the list. How about it? I don't even know where Charlie's playing. Rangers. He, he's on I the Rangers. Saw you person. saw Culberson. Good for him, getting some ABs. Put in that works. The Rangers need somebody to hit. Culberson's doing it. My man. Uh, Alex Verdugo, we talked about him earlier. A little six for 15, some Big hits. Akil Badu won't stop. Two homers, five for 15. Mitch Hanniger mentioned him with our Marinara, seven for 16, two homers. Yuli Uli. Oh, Yuli oh, Guriel. Uh, seven for 11 when he gets hot. That guy gets hot in a hurry. And Salvi Perez, baby, eight for 16 for, with a homer. That's hot. The pitchers. We mentioned Rodon, mentioned Bauer, mentioned Glass now. Jim, you mentioned Casey Mize before with his best start, seven innings shutty. And Shane Bieber kind of got screwed. Uh, nine innings pitch, zero earned runs, 11 games. Something that Rodon said was that because uh, Lance Lynn went complete game shutout, and then like the next day Musgrove threw his no-no, and Rodon, and Rodon said in his post game like, yeah, Lance was always telling me, like, you got 24 hours in baseball, and then no one gives a shit anymore. As I go complete game shutout, 24 hours later, Musgrove goes no hitter. He goes, Musgrove goes no hitter. Week later, you go no hitter. No one cares anymore. It's, it's the fastest cycle of news going. Crazy. Wow. Trev, who are those guys do you like? I like Sal Perez. I just like what he does, and he's behind the dish so much, but still hits. I, is there going to be a statue of Sal Perez outside of Kauffman Stadium one day? Sure. Probably. Was Soto not on the Infuego list? Soto not listed. I think he led the the league in in hits this week. He's very good. He's ridiculous. In his last four games, he's got a 471 batting average, 500 on base. That include last night. Not bad. Yeah, he hit a few hits last night. Yeah, yeah and two hits. homers when we needed them. 
Yeah. I mean, in the series, he had a 500 batting average, 530, three on base percentage, so he should be on Fuego as what well. What do you do, man? What do you do with that guy? And uh, Akil Badu, we've been getting awesome. yelled at for not mentioning him a lot on here, and he's pretty good. He's been great. Got to see it. Same with uh, Jazz. Sustain. Sustain. You got to see pitchers twice before you really, anyone can say anything about you, in my opinion. Akil Badu. Akil Badu. Cool. Good job. Time for awards. A boom, 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 boom. Guys, I've got a I've got an award. Go. Trev, you wish. Thick boy Trev, you're in the middle of the lineup today. Not skinny, healthy California Trev. Guys, I'm giving out the Seats Tykin Award. Um whole classic scene. <laughs> from Forrest Gump. Uh I mean just classic. Can't sit here. Seats Tykin. So sad. It's sad. I can't sit here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the seats taken award is going to Mike Trout. I don't know if you boys are familiar. Center fielder for the Angels. Acuna's hot in the street right now. People are running hot on Roro. I was at the beginning of the week. I kind of kicked it off. It's not a big deal. And then everyone else jumped on the wagon. Trev, you know how it is. <laughs> I discovered this Acuna guy. Uh, no, people are getting hot on Ronnie, and rightfully so. Guys, Trout was not mentioned yet this episode. Michael Trout was not mentioned this episode. Guess what kind of start he's off to this year. 381 batting average, a 509 on base, 762 slugging, a 1 dot 271 OPS while tracking balls down in center, a 1.2 war. Uh, what are we, 10 games in, 12 games in for Michael? The number one spot is still taken, baby. It's, it's kind of the Dodgers effect we talked about before. We're almost bored of it with Trout. He just goes. He doesn't stop. He's getting on base over half the time. Yeah, no triples. No triples, though. So he, he has flaws. We all do. No stolen bases. He uh, Two intentional walks leading the league. That's how you know you're good. That's how you know you're good. Uh, hey, he's led, hey, Chaz Jism, get he, your intentional walks he's up. He's led the league in intentional, walk, intentional walks three times. Uh you know, everyone's running hot on Ronnie. I was running hot on Ronnie. We're going to run hot on Soto because we deserve to. Mookie almost shared the award because he's been in the two spot. And by the way, Mookie's off to a really solid start himself. But I'm just leaving it with Mike. I mean, my God, he's a freak. <laughs> 29 years old, by the way. That's nuts. You kind of, I'm, I'm just going to just go right now because you kind of just stole my thunder a oh, little perfect. bit. Because I went with the I'm rich but severely underpaid award, and I'm going to be talking about Mr. Ronald. Ooh, I love it. Uh, so it's taken. So it's taken. Can't sit here. I'm not saying he's the best player in baseball because we had this discussion. Me and Rosie talk a lot of yeah. baseball. We talked about this. I said exactly what you said. I said, look, Trout 
has been doing it for so long. And Acuna's best year OPS is one of Trout's worst years OPS. That, like Trout. you got to put a few one dot OPS years in front of you. He's got to get the uh, the on base percentage up. Trout has a 420 ish mm. career OBP, which is just fucking incredible. I don't think people understand how insane that yeah. is. But we're talking 2021. Yes, people like to say. Uh, people do say he is underpaid. They, I will give people credit for that, but the $100 million tag is still a very big tag. The Braves put it out there. I think a lot of people at the initially said that's a lot of money to give someone who's played one year in the big leagues. They look like geniuses now. Eight years, $100 million. What's that? Quick math pod. 12? It's, you know, that's around their low per year. 13? Uh, podcast cut out. <laughs> Something like that. But if you go, and you know I love to do love this, it. 2021 MLB batting leaders page on baseball reference. Every single box where you can expand one through 10. If he's not already listed on the top where you can see his name, you expand the list down to 10. He's on every single damn one yeah. of them. The guy is nuts. He, the only ones he's not on are the ones we don't give a shit about, like singles and defensive war. We don't care about that. He's on every single one, usually on yeah. top. He's leading war with everybody he's leading war with position players he's uh fourth in batting average he has the on base percentage at 492 right now he's second in slugging only the byron buxton mm. look out uh but he's doing everything well ryan spader our guy we're using him a lot in our stats lately Ronald Acuna Jr. has 51 home runs and 43 stolen bases over his last 162 games played i need i need it I need the 40-40 season out of him. It's been Bonds, A-Rod, Soriano. Canseco? Somebody Canseco else. Canseco. There's five. Canseco. Yeah, no, I think there's four. He could be the I think fifth. So. He, you got, we, I need it out of him. There's not too many players in baseball that can do that. He's obviously one of them. Um, slow start. We kind of, I think we had him on slump watch. For like the first no episode idea. or something. Clearly he's off of one that triple. now. And if this one triple, so he's on the board. If this Atlanta Braves team wants to be the team that they think they are, this is the guy that has to, to, to be the guy. He's hustling now, which is kind of cool to see. He's doing everything right. I love watching him. He always does like the same um, celebration where it's like hands down flex kind of thing. And so let's go. He says a lot or Vamo maybe yeah. he says either way, but it's been a treat to watch, man. And I, I think he's just coming into his own. How old is he? He's 23 leading the league in runs, leading the league in hits, leading the league <clears throat> second in doubles, sixth in triples, first in home runs, third in RBIs. Uh, what else do we care about? Run Stolen bases, hits, total he's fifth. Bases. Batting average, like you said, he's fifth. On base percentage, he's tenth. Slugging, he's second. OPS, he's second. One sack fly. Shout out to Ramon Laureano. He's got eight stolen bases on the year. He stole Keep three. He stole, stole three again this this series. Uh, next most next most stolen bases so far is Garrett Hampson, mm. who's got four. Hampson sprint speed faster than Buxton. My award is the Welcome to My Office Award. Goes to Jesus Aguila. Mm. 
He's fun to watch. And if you get yourself to first base, mm. when Jesus Aguilar is playing first base, you are in his office, and he is going to fuck with you. Mm. He stole Dom Smith's defensive alignment card out of his back pocket. He was pulling Azunia by his jersey. Just like, nope, not going to take that big of a lead. Nope, not that big of a lead. The other day, he threw his glove at a ball that was hit, like a single down the line. He threw his glove at it, trying to stop it. And that's an automatic three bags if he made contact with it. So probably not the smartest idea. Um, he's just fun, man. Like, he's bringing a lot of life. His his numbers are really good as well. But it's almost like if a guy gets the first base, like, oh, let's see if how Jesus messes with this guy or chats him up. He's, he's got a um, good season going. 333 batting average, 413 on base percentage. The slugging's not there. Um but those two numbers are. And he's just having fun. And he had this little interview with Jazz Chisholm I put on here that's pretty funny. Let me see if I can play the audio. It's like 10 seconds long. Got to keep going on. Just coming. Say hi to the people in the Bahamas. Hi, people in the Bahamas. Say hi to your mom. Hi, mama. Say I love you. I love you, mom. Okay, let me, let me finish. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> it's really good. Man. It's really good. Say hi to the people in the Bahamas. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, just fun to watch. I was watching some of the Marlins game the other day, and he was messing with Ozzy at first, and then I was like, just went on Twitter and searched Aguilar and, and just found, like, it's just that's his office. If you want to be on first base. We always ask players, like, who's the chattiest first baseman? He's just going to punk you out. Yeah. What would you be like if you were a first baseman, Jim? Just I was, I was very chatty, like, when I played ice hockey and stuff. Like, so I'd just talk. I think I'd just make dumb – just talk. I used to do play by play on the bench in hockey. Like my line mates hated it. Mm. I love it. He's fun to watch. I love him swinging the bat. Big, big boy. You know, we love big boys on this show. Huge. That's why I posted the picture of him and Ozzy standing next to each other. And I just said, these guys are different sizes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Chris Rose rotation with uh, Rojas and Chisholm. They were talking about uh, Aguilar a lot. And Jazz said, like, that's his. That's his big brother. Like that's his. That's his guy. Who's gonna? He's gonna. He's got a lot of leash. Jazz has a lot of leash with the hair and fun and doing all that. But if someone's gonna yank him back down or needs to, it's gonna be Jesus. That's really fun. Uh, yeah, and he's slapping it around this year. Uh, and Chisholm said him and Aguilar are having their own personal home run race, and Jazz currently has him two zero. So I'm watching that. I wish I had the confidence of Jazz Chisholm. I mean, he's talking about being a Hall of Famer, wants to compete with Hages Aguilar and home runs. Never going to happen, man. I'm all for Your it, parents man. didn't name you Jazz. Yeah. I know. I got this boring name. Chaz Chisholm. I feel like I'm over. I probably am overconfident for, like, what mm. I am, but not, like, Jazz is, like, off the charts. Jazz Rado, Hermes, Arrington, Chisholm. Hmm. His agent's name? Bean Stringfellow. No, no, I don't. I, it's not listed on here. I don't think. Bean Stringfellow. It's cool. It's cool. Like Aguilar, like got designated a few different times. Kind of find a, has found a home with the Marlins. I like stories like that. You know, it's hard to get designated. It's hard to get your confidence back up. It's hard to go to a whole new organization and start everything over. And have to prove yourself and create value for them and worth so they want to keep you around. Because once you get designated, man, they, teams don't have, 
you know, a lot of stock in you that they need to, you know, keep running you Unless out you're there, a pitcher. Like your original Pitchers can get designated and always come back and always come back like the David Hale story. But they can also just continue to get designated. Yeah, over and over. Continue to get designated. Yeah, yeah. And constantly. It's, yeah, it's it's really tough to do as a hitter. And, you know, it looks like he's found home. And people in Miami appreciate what he does in the clubhouse, on the field. So that's a good story. Let's see who our best friend is. BBD, who is the best friend of the week? Our best friend of the week is our best friend, Kyle Gibson. Gibby. Another good start. Seven innings, one run, four hits. His, Six total base runners. His first start, he didn't get out of the first inning. That Since was then. terrible. Since then, 13 innings pitched, only one earned run. So, Gibby doing the damn thing. Trev, you got to see him? Or was you at the other game? Other game. Uh, I didn't see him pitch, but I, I he came down and said, what's up, before the game. Um, he looks good in the Texas Rangers uni. Not a lot of guys do. He looks really good in it. I love the the role he has there. He's kind of the elder statesman. And you couldn't pick a better guy to run your clubhouse or be one of the guys running your clubhouse. You guys know how he is. He's just, he's like an actual good guy. Mm. And I, I love those that. guys. Leads the league in win percentage. Uh, perfect. One dot. Leads the league in games started. Three. And leads the league in home runs allowed per nine. Hasn't given one up yet. Okay. All star Gibby. People ball. are talking. Has a new cutter. Cutter. Trade deadline to the Yankees. People are talking. Oh, wow. People have been talking. Let's do the elevator talk as we end this episode. How long do we go today? Five We're at an hour 49 right now. Holy smoke. Sorry, everyone. Wow. We got caught in the sauce today. Elevator talk. Here we go. You guys missed me. That's why. That was a long fucking episode. Oh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Holy, Holy smokes. Crapola. If you find yourself in an elevator with a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, uh, ask them how they're doing. Be nice Is to everything them. everything okay? They did just win. Yeah. So maybe you're like, think there's any more magic coming? You don't want the magic. Four and two in their last six? Pirates are getting hot. You can talk about. I think what you'll, you'll talk about is: is it going to be lighter or rocker? Mm. Yeah. Which one do you want? That's kind of which what one do you want? I go rocker. I'm just saying. They're going to face the Brewers, or the Brewers are coming to them. I'm not sure where it's being played. They're gonna they're gonna get Hauser, Anderson, and Peralta, so they're not seeing Woodruff and Burns, the partners. Although That's Peralta's cool. been pretty good. And Hauser been pretty good. Beautiful ballpark ball in Pittsburgh. Park. I don't know if you guys you know that PNC is gorgeous. Out in center bridge out in center field. What else? What, what are Pirates fans talking about? From Pittsburgh. Richard Rodriguez is closing for them. I know he was a name that was mentioned a lot in the offseason. Currently 4.1 innings, zero earned runs, only one hit, one walk. Could be a guy on the trade block. You'll start seeing his name mentioned for every team in contention. Again, another bullpen arm. Uh, Philip Evans. Sneaky coming for BBD's Phillies infield. Jacob Stallings, the catcher, having a nice start for the year. 877 OPS. Colin Moran at first, a 915 OPS. Adam Frazier at second, 855 OPS. Philip Evans has been killing it third, one dot OPS, waiting for Key Brian to come back. Shortstop's kind of been a black hole because call up Cole Tucker. Who I might be seeing. Sex on the field. Trev might, says he might be seeing Cole tonight. Sex on the field. Your mic went out. 